0: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the the Magic Our Our Way Way Podcast. Podcast. I'm sorry. What are you sorry for? I'm sorry to the listeners because I tweeted out and put a Facebook message saying that we're going to release last week's show late. But in fact, we're not even releasing a show last week at all, <laughs> so we missed a week.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? I'm sorry that Cox has such a terrible internet. Um, provi- is such a terrible internet provider that they can't seem to provide adequate internet internet usage for for our loyal customers who've been there with them for forever. Yeah and have it go out in the middle of a show like it did
0: uh, yeah that's not a good thing yeah. not a good thing yeah so basically the story behind that is we have our skype up and running so our whole system will be able to have for those of you listeners that want to be on the show we can get you in on the show we can also have guests special guests on the show that are not in new orleans uh we could definitely uh have them in through skype and everything else so we have that to reach out and we actually uh what danny was referring to is we're going to attempt to do us our first skype show just to do it uh last week uh for last week's show actually and uh i guess danny your your cox internet just just junked out on you and and uh stop working, huh?
1: Yes, it didn't just go out on me. I thought it was just me. It was a uh, it was a city wide outage.
0: Did our Skype podcasting thing just uh, blow out the whole system or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. Too much bandwidth or whatever else. Uh, yeah, we were we were tripping out on being able to see each other while
1: while podcasting through a little TV thing. Yeah, that Skype thing's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is neat. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know we're we're definitely we're not old, but we're definitely not young. So this whole Skype thing was very new to us because i had never done it and. Had you done it before, Dan? No, that's what I was trying
1: to say is that, you know, it's probably a good idea. Like maybe God decided because... Every time we would talk, we'd be like, "Oh, look at you in the little," t- I can see... <laughs> and so there was that show is going to be need to be heavily edited. Yeah. So maybe God just like, "Oh, this show sucks. This
0: does not need to make air." That's right. And so he he, he shut it all down. He shut it down. He's like, "No, you can't have that." So he, you know. So you, God apologizes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he uh, he he saved y'all from uh, uh, us just g- uh, guffawing. <laughs> oh, is that you? guess? to guess? Yeah. 12 school girl, 12 uh, year old school girl guffawing over the fact that we're on Skype and doing a podcast, which uh,
1: older 30
0: something yes. people looking at a monitor
1: and seeing each other and being yeah. like, <laughs> that's cool. It's like, oh, look, a video phone. Yeah. Kind of like from the old CommuniCore days and stuff like <laughs> that. Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, uh, so how you been, man? How, how's your two weeks been? Oh, d- two weeks have been very good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I've been yeah.
1: able to relax a little bit, catch yeah. up on some drawing yeah. and... Uh, I did some drawing. Yeah, I did some drawing, caught a couple movies I haven't seen yet. So, you know, uh, yeah, Life Without Podcasting is... is you know, I, I love it, but at the same time, there were a lot of projects that had been accumulating.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's gotten hot now here in Southeast Louisiana, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, it, it, and what that means, end of July, it's, it's time for me to be outside constantly for about the next five weeks or so, because it's band camp season again, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I'm out there teaching the drum lines and stuff at various schools and everything else, I was out of town last week, and you know all that kind of business. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm working on my tan, basically, is what it is, I'm getting my a, a big dosage of vitamin D. You know, I into never thought system.
1: I never thought you ever would need to work on your tan. you're, I a, very, know. you're a very tanned individual. I am.
0: I'm tanned to begin with. I, I was born tan, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I guess uh, ne, a little bit more never hurt.
1: You came out of the womb.
0: I came out of the womb with looking a, a, like Gregory Harrison. That's right, spectacular mm-hmm. tan. It was wonderful. I don't Gregory Harrison kind of scared me with his tan. <laughs> that was um. It was shiny. Yeah, there was a gloss to it. Yeah, there was definitely gloss to it. But (laughs) anyway, um, this show is a little bit different and requires a little bit of a different introduction. Well, not really. It's just another big Q show because in the two weeks that we were away, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening uh, in the whole Disney world. And um, if you're any kind of Disney fan, you know exactly what things we're probably going to talk about. Um, and a lot of it was not good. Yeah, there's a lot n- not good stuff. There was some good stuff. It was, it was just a we crazy We should never week. take a week off again. I know. Because bad things happen. I know, I know. Maybe that, that's... Ah, I don't know. Maybe that that's our... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I'll just say I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, but anyway, let's get on with me. enough with the Flam Flam. Let's head on into the queue. <laughs> So this week from Just a Dreaming Way Travel, we have a couple of things from Lee. Um, We're actually going to bookmark our entire show with one starting with Lee and we're going to end with Lee. And this is something he sent back to us on the 10th of July. So let's go ahead and turn it over to Lee and see what he has to say regarding Olani.
2: Hey guys, just got this in today, hot off the presses and uh, a little timely considering we just discussed Olani a couple episodes back. But right now, uh, if you stay three nights uh, in Olani, you can get... A fourth night free, and that is for travel dates between August 15th and December 22nd, but does exclude November 26th through 29th. This offer must be booked by October 20th. Um, Again, and that will get you three nights and a fourth free. So that's really going to give you a lot of time to take advantage of all the resort has to offer. Maybe uh, get off the resort, go over to Pearl Harbor for a day, uh, tour the rest of the island. And uh, that's going to give you some time to really do everything you need to do um, in Hawaii that week. Uh, Plus, you can also upgrade to a one- or two-bedroom villa and get a $100 night resort credit, uh, which you can use for basically anything on the resort. Uh, Shopping, dining, spa appointments, uh, island excursions, uh, equipment rentals, beach rentals, uh, etc., etc. And so that, uh, again, is a, a great way to enjoy some of the amenities. Uh, that Disney's Olani has to offer, uh, and especially the, you saw some of the pictures of the uh, the villas that I took, and it was really nice. I mean, separate living quarters, um, separate living room. Sorry, uh, washer, dryer, kitchen, and more. So it's a lot of um, a, a lot of opportunity there for someone that wants to maybe get away for the winter, uh, go check out Hawaii, and uh, see what it's all about. So. Uh, That's my uh, contribution for the week. Hope you guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, thanks a lot for that, man. We appreciate just to reiterate what he just said. October 20th is your deadline to book that offer. Get three, and you get one free. So in the winter, if you want to spend some time in uh, something that's a little bit more sunny and warm, uh, definitely take advantage of the offer. And you can book this uh, thing through – book this travel through a just a Dreamway travel you know and then you can use you can use Lee Listovica, uh, our personal guy out of Houston or uh, they have a, a myriad of other uh, uh, travel agents on just a Away travel as well. So you can use him or use wh- whatever but anyway that's available to you. so take advantage of that and also if you want to hear about uh, Lee's trip report, back at olani it's going to be mow number 42 it's show number 42 where he has does his trip report regarding his adventures to the olani resort so um if anybody goes man we'd love to hear how your trip went and what your thought about olani is all right of course everybody has probably heard about this now but we're just not able to get around to commenting on it but uh the disney monorail had another little issue of course you know a little bit of nature decided to uh Halt the monorail monorail's tracks, and um, yeah, lightning struck it, dude. <laughs> pretty crazy. I couldn't even. You know, I always wondered if that would happen to the monorail. Really? And then what would happen? Well, yeah, because I mean, it's pretty exposed and it's up there above everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to know what would happen if such a thing happens. You it's not like that far off the ground. Yeah, it's but it's higher than the cars and everything else. Yeah. I mean, there's other things that would be taller, but you know, in in one particular spot, if lightning decided to, and it's electricity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got all that high voltage wire running, and if something yeah. were to happen, and you know, and electricity decided that was the quickest way to the ground, mm-hmm. it would go maybe through the monorail. I mean, cars get hit all the time, right? Yeah. So the, the monorail. I wonder if that's ever happened before. I'm not too sure. I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that.
1: I've never. I mean, they they <laughs> they've been open for quite a while, and this yep. is the first time we've ever heard of it. So I mean.
0: Yeah, pretty crazy. So anyway, I want to play this little clip about a nine one one call that a lady put out, and this is this is all over the internet and on the, uh, on the, uh, YouTube and everything else. From uh, this is from a local Channel Six station. Um, I'm just gonna let you play, and it'll, it'll speak for itself. We're stuck on the
2: monorail, Gold um, in, in I guess where we're heading to Epcot for half an hour with no air, no air, and about 35 people, and we're stuck on the monorail, and, and we don't know what's going on, no one's telling us anything.
0: Man, pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. It was being stuck on the thing. I mean, you know, I actually was on a monorail once when power went out. Mm-hmm. It got a little stuffy in there. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure it did. You know? And I don't think you can open those windows, huh? To let some air in or whatever? No, no, not at all. Yeah. And, and then it's, you know, it's the dead of summer and everything else. I was going to say,
1: would it even help if you could? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it gets pretty steamier down there this time of year.
1: Um. I think they just stumbled upon a new attraction. though. What's that going <laughs> through the monorail yeah, hatch? Like they could just make it to where the monorail kind of shuts down at, at, at some point and yeah. lightning strikes it. Nice special effects.
0: I mean, catastrophe monorail, like catastrophe Canyon. There you go. You know, the only good thing I could see, but from that is just being able to go through the hatch because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Every <laughs> time I see the hatch, I was like, I want to go in the hatch, oh, <laughs> you know, you know, and then I want to you know, engage in like an adventure style movie. Uh and go on a hatch and then fight somebody on top of a train. Oh Speaking <laughs> wow. monorail train, I think that would be fun too. Well, I'm
1: just saying like you could actually go ahead like, you know, the one thing about the monorail is like you, it's it it's a nice transportation system, but yep. you know, you could you could plus
0: it. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely plus it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I grad, we're not making light of what the situation happened. No. It's pretty serious, but I mean, you know, well, two hours. Two hours? That's, I mean, that's long. <laughs> you know, <laughs> long in the heat in a box. I I, I want to know what they did for them. That's really what I want to know. Yeah, the only thing that's in is they gave them water and stuff and everything else. Hopefully they did something to make the return the magic to them because yeah. the magic pretty much got zapped. From I mean, I look, those spectators. I
1: was stuck in a hotel for four days after Katrina stuck, yeah. struck with no power. I mean, two yeah. hours, I, you know. I so in
0: relative respect to that, yeah, I think I can kind of do that. Yeah, yeah, we kind of. I guess if you have little kids, though, Maybe, no. If yeah, if you had little kids, little kids like, might be a little bit of a different story.
1: And seniors, absolutely. And
0: seniors, yeah, same thing, yeah, same kind of thing. All right, in keeping, we figure we get all the sad stuff out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, so we can concentrate on some other stuff a little bit happier. But you know, these things just—I mean, it's out there, and I'll, I'll be—I I feel like we'd be irresponsible as Disney podcasters to not mention this part. I mean, yeah, granted. Uh, you know, you, you turn to us, maybe, I mean, I mean, there's other podcasts that are better for this, but you turn to us for like just like Disney, Happy, because the news is just so sad. But when something occurs that um, involves our favorite place, I mean, I feel like we at least got to talk about it, mention it. Sure. You know, We'd be totally remiss not to bring that side, because as magical as it is, it's still the world. It's still life. You know, you can't, there's certain aspects you can't escape, like Mother Nature, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mother Nature wants to strike a monorail, so be it. If it wants to strike Dumbo, it's gonna happen. You know, uh, granted Dumbo, you could probably get out easier. You know,
1: I was gonna say Dumbo's just about a, as far off the ground as the monorail yeah. is.
0: I'd be scared. I'd, actually, I'd be scared to get struck by lightning and Dumbo. You know, there's not really anything to encapsulate me.
1: No, there's nothing. In, yeah,
0: nothing overhead. Right, and even if
1: if it's you're stranded and you're stuck up that high, there's no um nothing to shield you from the sun.
0: Yeah, in this kind of heat. You know, it makes me want to research if the like the the sky buckets, the skyway was ever struck by lightning. That was definitely higher than the parks, definitely than higher than the uh, the lightning rods on the castle or anything else like that. Hmm. You know, I'd be curious because yeah. that's kind of open. I mean, well, but granted, it still has a path to the ground that's not through people, but it might. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to research that, or if anybody experienced that, or you know, send us a message. I'd be curious to hear what your what happened to you. But anyway. All right, so may, a couple of shows ago, we talked about how a guy on Pirates of the Caribbean lost some fingertips. No, we did. Like
1: we didn't. That was part of the show that never aired. That was the show that we had an act of
0: nature occur and lost oh. connection. Well, yeah. anyway, well, we're bringing it up again. You know, it, it's, we're we do take two of that particular segment. But anyway, yeah, the pod, so pod, this do. Got uh, we didn't cover it on the last show. We were going to, but I'm sure you guys have heard of it by now. But the Orlando Sentinel already originally just released the story back on the twentieth of July about uh the same thing happening to a 12-month a 12-year-old boy uh, that lacerated his fingers 3 months before that. So it seems like and then they they go on to mention you can find you can google and find the article in Orlando Sentinel regarding people that have lost appendages and everything like that. Well, did he the lo- boats.
1: did he lose it or did he just lacerate It
0: said just lacerated fingers, so four fingers on the lacerates same Lacerate's right. a cut. Yeah, it's a cut. So he's got his fingers. He still has fingers, but the dude that what happened to him recently did, does not have his tips.
1: Yeah, I know the tip. He lost his tips.
0: Yeah, he lost the tips of his fingers and stuff. But, um, but it's yeah, it's interesting. The Orlando Sentinel goes and, and publishes other things like a, uh, an eight year old girl that briefly lost consciousness on magic carpets, a sixty four year old woman that fell and fractured her fibula while exiting Tomorrowland India Speedway. I heard about that one. Mm. um 68 year old man fell exiting astro orbiter and developed a blood in his leg and a 70 year old woman that with a pre-existing condition briefly lost consciousness after leaving big thunder mountain railroad i mean you know it's uh, <laughs> they, they still go on the list things like that of a different nature of yeah. course i mean that's a different situation but it makes me curious about this whole pirates thing because i remember a few shows back uh i, I talked about um how people were getting jostled on that, I guess the drop hill and the pirates and Walt Disney World and stuff. And mm-hmm. people were mentioning how rough it was and everything else. And now we're hearing stories of people losing fingers or getting lacerated or this, that, and the other. And it's just like, you know, I wonder, I wonder what's what's going on, man. I'm, Keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times. That's exactly right. Yeah, whatever you do, guys, I mean, the only thing we could tell you is just, yeah, do that. Heed that warning. By no means try to touch little... If
1: you do that, yeah. you, you, the, you're virtually guaranteed to make it through the ride with all your fingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you got to do. And and, and what, what bums me out about hearing something like this is that you know the guy didn't... He didn't take that to heart. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that, who knows, next time you go to Disney World, there may be a plastic bubble around the on, vehicle, <laughs> on, the, on yeah. the ride vehicle, and, and take out the fun. Uh, because I don't know how much you get for losing a fingertip if you ignore the warning, but... He'll, he'll lawyer up and
0: yeah, you know, by anyway, the our lawyer listeners, hopefully they, they, they just do that. Just do that. Unless you get thrown from the vehicle, which is a totally different story. Oh yeah. You know, you can't help that, but if you can, you know, if you know you're doing your best to keep your hands and arms and then, and any appendage or anything, mm-hmm. um, you should be safe. You know, I, I've, I've made it 39 years so far, I guess 37 technically yeah. is when I started going 37 years so far without losing anything. And, uh, Hopefully I can like like live to be old before I pass away without losing anything else on a Disney ride. So, yeah, just be careful guys. Just be careful out there. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy world, man. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, all right, Danny, remember when I sent you that picture while I was out of town about that Haunted Mansion couch or chair? Yes. Isn't that, wasn't that pretty cool? That was awesome. And if you guys, I'm sure you can Google it. Just oh, look you for got
1: it for me. That's what you're going with with this. You I, bought that
0: for me. It, it's folded up in my back pocket. That's oh. what it is, man. It's crazy. Dude. It's amazingly compact. Not cool. That would have been awesome. Thought you were surprising me. No, I don't. It has nothing to do I was trying to figure out a nifty segue to get into what, that, what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And it's about the Haunted Mansion animated special. Did you yeah. see that? I did see that. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. They're teaming up with uh, Phineas and Ferb veterans Scott Peterson and Joshua mm-hmm. Pruitt. Um, are joining the team to help with story and production. And so uh, uh, there's no really date set for when it's going to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, it might go along with the 45th <laughs> anniversary that's happening this year with the Haunted Mansion. Who knows, but uh, maybe next year or something. But yeah, in the very near future, you might see a Haunted Mansion ride animated special. How do you like that? I like that. I'm looking forward to see what they do with it.
1: I am too. I'm a little bit worried because, I mean, the uh, other people have tried to approach this before, and it's, like the uh, movie, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> was that Steve Gutenberg? Is that right? No, oh, no, no was that, that was Power of
1: Terror. You're thinking of oh, Eddie Oh, okay, Eddie Murphy's the one in the Haunted Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're both great movies, of course. They were, they were,
1: <laughs> and I've got the I've got the comic book. Uh, the, the, there was a series of comic books that they put out about the haunted mansion. Yeah, which is kind of you know, it makes me curious how how they're going to handle this because generally you're doing a cartoon series, you know, you you have a set list right. of characters.
0: Yeah, are we going to have Master Gracie or all these? People? Is that where you kind of? That's that, what or? I'm
1: wondering. It's like you know, which ghosts from the haunted mansion do you
0: borrow and use as as regular characters? Right.
1: That's what that's
0: what has me wondering. Well, who'd uh, you like to see? Course, I mean, you got to have Master Gracie and the Bride, of course, right?
1: Well, but I mean, you never really see. Ma- I mean, there, there's a sense that Master Gracie is the one that that's hung himself. The Ghost Host. Would right? the Ghost Host be part of the cartoon? Maybe. Um, Would maybe? you like to see the Ghost Host? I think you got to go a different way. I think you got to go with, like, like, if you've got, like, maybe, like, a couple of kids... Yeah. ...that made their way into the Haunted Mansion, and they become the regular characters, and the series is that they get introduced to all the different ghosts. Right. And the ghosts are the ones, because, I mean... The ghosts are, are, are you know period type style uh you know you got your duelist you got your knight you've yeah. got, you got know, yeah. the, the the hitchhikers so I mean I could see like there be a, a group of kids who wander into the haunted mansion or yeah. they have some kind of thing to do with the haunted mansion and these crazy characters are who they're interacting with that's kind of what I picture it being I don't I don't see a, a character necessarily that's going to be a focal point right. or the the, the the not not one that exists currently in the mansion because the mansion's more of a Hodgepodge. I mean, yeah. Who's the most identifiable? And this is a good question. Who's the most identifiable ghost in the haunted mansion? Identifiable ghost? Yes. What's the most identifiable? Would it be Madame Leota? Could be or the bride, maybe. Now could be the bride. No, could, be, could be could be the ghost host, like you were talking ghost about. Host. So I, I know more That's people. A good question. I'd be curious. Like you know, Disney fanatics might identify the ghost host as, as Master Gracie, but most you know. Regular people, they will say that it's the ghost host, right? The guy right. hanging in the in the foyer, that's the ghost host. The ghost host, yeah, right.
0: Um, you know, it's funny though. I don't think I'd want to have the ghost host in the animated feature.
1: I I, I could see you know? that
0: because you know, I think for me that might ruin some of the the mystery behind the ghost host thing, or what he looks like, or what he sounds. You know, I mean, we know what he sounds like, but. Just to extent of you know his decay or whatever else. Well, you,
1: but you kind of know what he looks like in the mansion as well because there's,
0: there's that that portrait of him. Yeah, there's a portrait, and then supposedly that he's hanging, you know, and stuff like that. Um, But other than what you hear in the ride, you don't know any of his normal mannerisms. Like, you know, maybe he goes to a fridge, pops a beer or something like that, or (laughs) something silly along those lines. Like, he's just a regular Joe. I mean, granted, he probably was a regular Joe. This
1: is happening on the Disney Channel.
0: (laughs) This is happening on Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure it's going to be something tame. But, you know, it's like, I just don't want people riding in the ride, hearing the ghost toast, and then picturing the animated ghost toast guy, character, you know? Oh, so you're saying you're worried that the animated series will take away from the the gravity of of the actual attraction itself. Well, not the well, maybe just I, I'm just thinking about this in relation to the ghost host okay. himself. You just know, just the ghost host. Because I mean, you hear his voice, and there's so much mystery around him. I mean, yeah, you got an idea what he, what he looked like, or what he's you know, and all this kind of stuff, and you hear his voice and all that kind of business. So it's just like, um, yeah. So I'd prefer not to have the ghost. If they did have the ghost host, I mean, so be it. I don't mind. You know, it, it, that that's that. Do you focus on the hitchhiking ghost? In their adventures through... See, that would be fun. The ethereal plane. <laughs> could be. Yeah, I mean, for all we know, they could be. Like, it'd be like a Three Stooges kind of a thing, wouldn't it? Do you bring back the Hatbox Ghost? That'd be awesome, actually. Because then they'd be forced to kind of put him back in the ride, right? Oh, that's going to
1: happen Like a circle some of point. life
0: of attractions with Synergy and Disney.
1: Whenever Guillermo... Uh, not Guillermo. Is it Guillermo? What's his name? Um, Guillermo del Toro was doing it, wasn't it? Yeah, that's him. Whenever he gets around to doing it, the whole center point of that story is is the Hatbox Ghost. And I yeah. think at that point, yeah, it's it's going to be there th- to get him back into that attraction in some right. kind of a way. I'm surprised with all the updates and everything they've done in, in Disney World that the Hatbox hat Ghost has not popped up yet. I think the the movie version that Guillermo del Toro does is going to be what it does it. Because, I mean, you don't want a kid-friendly... Hat box go I mean, it's, it, the guys who did Phineas and Ferb, Yeah, this is gonna be a very kid-friendly series.
0: Yeah, but with a lot of of shtick.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this isn't. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get anything near as spooky as Scooby Doo. I, I think it's gonna be pretty um, cartoony, slapstick. Like you said, like maybe you do the three uh, the three Stooges haunted mansion ghost style. I mean, a head check and ghost style,
0: which should be cool because they they kind of do that with you when you're going through the ride. I mean, you're taking off your heads and tossing them, and all kind of silly stuff ensues. When you run into the hitchhiking ghost. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm curious to see what's happening with that. Yeah, we need to ask, like, put that out as a listener question, though. Seriously. Who
1: are the most identifiable ghosts in the Haunted Mansion? I mean, I think you got Leota. Yeah. The
0: hitchhiking ghost. The bride. The bride. Ghost
1: Host. Um, ghost Host. Uh, you know. You know um, what sticks
0: out behind? Is that opera singer with the Viking ears and stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, the decapitated knight holding his own head. Yeah, there's that one. The um, duelers.
0: duelist. Duelists, yeah. Um... Uh, the people, I guess. Well, I guess not really people dancing. Yeah. So, listeners out there, uh, that's the, answer the question that Danny has posed to you. Okay, let us know what your most identifiable ghost is from the haunted mansion. Shoot us an email at, at gmail.com. Again, speakpipe.com forward slash magicrway. You can leave a voice message, and you could tell us, you know, tell us your answer and give us a little reason behind it. Well, we're curious because that's that's a good question. What is your most identifiable ghost? From the haunted mansion. All right, I, I want to do a quick top five. All right, go for it. All right, I'm gonna go Leota number one. All right.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, going go with the hitchhiking ghost number two.
0: Okay. I'm
1: gonna go with. Ooh, this is tough. It's a very tough one. I'm gonna go with uh the ghost host number three. Okay. I'm gonna go with. As number four, the, the guy in the coffin. Okay. Get me out of here, guy.
0: Get me out of here. There you
1: go. And at number five, I'm going to go with the decapitated knight holding his own head. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Most of
0: it I agree with. You know, there's two that I would add for myself.
1: I mean, the hatbox ghost has got to be in there, but yeah. he's not in the attraction, so I'm automatically disqualifying. Right. Um, The singing
0: busts. Those ghosts. Oh, that's a good one. I identify Mm -hmm. with them a lot.
1: That's a very good
0: Um, one. The opera lady, of course, where they have that other guy just uh, 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 holding her hair and she's just sitting there singing. With you? Yep. And then um, the ghost that's that's unnamed, the ghost that's holding the candelabra in that one scene where it's just floating down the hallway.
1: Yeah, you know, I thought about him.
0: Because I... I, it, it's obviously a ghost, you know, Well, yeah. um, so, but well, I don't know who it is, but you know, I, that's a scene that I, that pictures in my head every time I think of a uh, haunted mansion, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are about the three that i add to my list and cooling Leota and, um, um, what were the other ones that you said, uh, I, I said Leota. Oh, I the see. ghost host thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean the bus, that's, that's a great one. I might, I might, that, that might have to be in my list as well.
0: Yeah, the singing bus. Yeah, I mean, the they're, they're just they're incredible.
1: Singing bus are pretty good. Yeah,
0: ooh, that was a good one. And then I guess I could throw an honorable mention for the the ghosts that pop up from behind the tombstones and stuff. Yeah, because when I was little, that used to scare me, like the dick. I would When we got to the graveyard scene, mm-hmm. I would literally get my parents' arms and just hide behind it. Because well, I knew they were going to come out and scream.
1: The ghost hanging by the chandelier of with the uh, the cane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another cool, great yeah. One. The
0: organist is a great one. The yeah. duelists are great. I mean, all of them are great. You know, I'm about to say, if we keep going, we're going to name all the ghosts in the Haunted Mansion.
1: But the, Well, only the hitchhiking ghosts have names that I'm aware of.
0: Yeah, yeah, as far as I know. So anyway, yeah, send us what you think. Do you think. know their names? I did. And now, right now, with my ties and me, I can't think of it. <laughs> Bezelbub and Beetlejuice and uh, <laughs> Strawberry Shortcake. What what are the names?
1: Phineas Ezra and um, oh god, there it, we go.
0: What is it? Phineas Ezra and better uh, than Gus. <laughs> Gus, yeah, Gus. it's a Gus, yeah. So all right, well cool, man. So dude, I just saw this coming from PBS. Um, this was announced on the twenty second. At the semi-annual Television Critics Association Conference, PBS and American Experienced announced that Walt Disney, a new four-hour, two-night film that explores the life and legacy of one of America's most enduring and influential storytellers, Mm -hmm. will premiere in fall of 2015. That's awesome. That's way off, you know, to set my DVR, but I'm looking so very much so to seeing that. I might even buy it. I'm sure they're going to release it on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to end up getting that story. Kind of like the Ken Burns stuff, the jazz stuff and everything else. God,
1: yeah, you got, I mean, there's so much. I've seen, and every one that I've seen has been good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. The documentaries that they did, uh, One Man Story. um, Yeah. Is is really good. Uh, But I mean, a four, you need four hours to tell that story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm looking forward to it as much as as as, as you. I, I'm surprised there's not a movie yet about him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in a movie to see him in. a Yeah, yeah that was a big step. Yeah, but I mean, to actually just you know just to have it just about him, I think it'd be great. I mean, I read the book, the Walt Disney book, and me too. The quotable quotes and all mm-hmm. that kind of business. So it's just yeah, I'm just looking forward to nothing but awesome from that. Oh, absolutely. All right, man. So guess what? We got our first SpeakPipe message ever. Cool. And his name is Anonymous. <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, this guy, he went to www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. And he just clicked a little button on his computer and he recorded a quick little message. Uh, Max right now is 90 minutes. I mean, 90 minutes, 90 seconds. Wow. 90 minutes would be a long message. Yeah, it would. 90 seconds. Uh, He only recorded a 30 second message. It was very easy from his iPhone, iPad, computer device, desktop, whatever. (laughs) However you access the internet, you can do this too speakpipe.com forward slash magic right away? but anyway anonymous thank you for being the first person to be our speakpipe message and hopefully we'll have numbers two and three and four coming right behind you but anyway this is regarding um the bad habits at walt disney world show that we had done a couple weeks back so here's his thoughts
2: hey guys just wanted to uh, drop a quick thought on the uh, cutting in line issue that got brought up in the last episode um if I had my choice between standing in line between one member of a party of twelve, or all twelve people in a party of twelve that included a whole bunch of screaming, rambunctious, hot, tired, bored kids for fifty minutes waiting to get on a line, uh, get onto a ride, I'd rather stand behind one person and let him bring the rest of his party <laughs> in as we got close to the end of the line than from the very beginning of the line.
1: That what? that's genius. Yeah, no, that's great, man. That, that is yeah, a you know. great insightful thought on the matter
0: yes yeah mr mr anonymous that's a definitely a valid point you know if i had thought about it that way i'd probably do the same thing as you you know granted
1: and, and thank you mr anonymous because kevin has been wanting somebody to do speak pipe for
0: so long now. i know i'm very excited we got our first and you are the first one whoever you are <laughs> maybe one day we'll actually get to meet mr anonymous but maybe there's be more mr anonymous's or mrs anonymous's uh down the pipe who knows
1: Maybe it's like Ghosts in a Haunted Mansion. Yeah, man. see, it's
0: great. You can leave a message, leave that little bomb into our uh, into our show, and just you know step away. You don't have to be even by identified. What brilliant insight, though. I know. That was good, though. Huh? What would yeah, you think? I,
1: cause, yeah, because I can see that. You know what it is? Is that people, yeah, this is the idea of, yeah, no one's cutting in front of me, and so you have to deal with the reality of it. Yeah. Because most people think of it like, yeah, someone's cutting on in front of me when I'm about ready to get on the ride. Now I have to wait another five or ten minutes to get on the ride because they all cut in front of me at once whereas you don't think of having to wait the entire 30 to 40 to 50 to an hour long time in line with an obnoxious
0: group of kids yeah if you were in line me. waiting for anna and Elsa, could you imagine that
1: oh yeah
0: no i could not imagine it but speaking of which, even, we even uh, bell you know when you go to see story time with bell that thing
1: yeah yeah Speaking of which, we do have news on Anna and Elsa. Oh, do we have news on Anna and Elsa? What we do have news on Anna Elsa. Should Anna I hit the Elsa. chime? Sure. I'll
0: hit the chime. Chime me. You, you
1: ready? Yeah. All right. So Anna and Elsa, a lot of people have been having trouble uh, meeting up with them lately. I don't know why. But uh, D- Disney is going to go ahead and institute a new testing for a, a, a method to, for your child to go ahead and meet on and also without have to wait in line all day for it and basically it kind of works like the old fast pass system uh, it's a three-day test they're gonna go ahead and, and see how it all works out but um basically what's gonna happen is that guests who arrive for the traditional uh, standby line after it fills up they're gonna be given like a like a, a return time card like you know like one of those little fast pass things that you used to get before they did the Magic Band.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: then this is not—I I believe uh, Anna Nelson also, also uses a fast pass on your um, on your Magic Our Way band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, th- this is not Magic con- Your Way <laughs> band. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah. magic your way. Yeah,
1: yeah. They kind of granted copy- that was it. Yeah, they kind of copycatting us. I know. <laughs> huh? What's
0: wrong with them? Yeah, just they added one letter and they think they own it now.
1: Call our lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's what they're gonna do. So instead of uh, having to wait in in line all that time, you're gonna be given a return card that is reminiscent of the time that you have to return, and they're they're estimating that you do that. It's gonna be a max thirty minute wait. Yeah. So they'll tell you return between five 5- five thirty or something like that, and yep. you go back and you're able to meet Anna and Elsa. Yep. Um, that's going to be a a huge help. Although they, they do say still, you know, try and get there as early as you
0: can. Yeah. I'd be curious to see because they'll run out of those things as well on our next trip, whether the kids, if they, they see that and they want to do it,
1: you know, but I mean, you got to see it.
0: Yeah. You got to see it. It's
1: in the fairy tale. Like if you walk by and on and also standing like, like my kid walked by Mulan, she'd want to get in line to see Mulan, even though I don't think she's ever seen Mulan.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. So out of sight, out of mind, if I walk by there and they don't see her, then I'm safe. They don't know. <laughs> so exactly. You know, I can figure out maybe down the road if they can meet Anna and Elsa and stuff. But I'm sure they'll be around for a while.
1: And I mean, do you think Anna and Elsa's popularity will endure for another, say, three or four months? They
0: might. I mean, they, Disney's got a five-year plan. I've been reading all over the internet of their uh, ideas for Frozen. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know they're going to do a Broadway show. That's. I mean, they'd be stupid not to because the, the movie was basically set up to be one. You know, with the musical numbers and everything else, you could musical within do that. the next five years, though. Yeah, I see. I could see that happening.
1: I would not want that.
0: I mean, granted, they'd be they do a lot better than than trying to squeeze out Little Mermaid or whatever the other one does that kind of failed. with Aladdin? I guess Aladdin's still kind of out there, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how well it's doing.
1: I think you need to give us some time, and we're all dealing with
0: frozen fatigue right now. Yeah,
1: we, we've been over, we've been inundated with Frozen. It's yeah. all we've had it's all y'all put out within the last couple of months that really that that's that resonated with our kids right, so, I right mean, um yeah i mean w- we're good for right now um I, i'd like to see them work on putting frozen in uh in in the parks in terms of a ride that would be great oh, that'd be awesome yeah there you go done but have mercy i mean <laughs> don't don't give don't us, give us too much more frozen. frozen thaw us out for a yeah. second right Make it a 10-year plan. 10-year. Yeah, space it out a little bit more. Yeah, you know, the, the, the attraction in the park should be within that first five years because that'll pimp your sequel because I'm sure there's a sequel coming. Yep. Capitalize so,
0: on it, man. Exactly. Capitalize so, it.
1: you know, ride in the park within the first five years given. But Broadway show, well, maybe 10 years down yeah well, yeah i can see that once people go see uh frozen 2, the yeah. search for olaf or whatever they're doing and 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 there's no let it go in there yeah and people are like oh this is a good but i remember when they sang that song what was the name of that song oh it was that uh that that let it let it something free yeah there you go free and then you go to the show and you get to experience it all over again for the first time and the magic is back yes
0: and five more years of frozen after that once the broadway shows out you got the Broadway version, then you got the U.S. tour, then you got the world tour, then the shows in Berlin and Australia and all that Mm -hmm. kind of business. Yeah. Yeah. Once it hits the Broadway, it should be around for a while. Yeah. 10 years. Maybe maybe 15. (laughs) Maybe 15. (laughs) 15. (laughs) We'll we'll be around for it. Uh, Anyway, on to our next thing. All right. uh, Seesaw Steve on Twitter sent us a picture from the (laughs) Port Orleans French Quarter Pool. It is of the jester's foot standing on top of what looks like a painted pear with a smiley face on it. And this is the jester that's you know right by the pool. It's, yeah. it's in front of that big old I don't know what you call it. The little, it has a thing behind it with a uh, crew of Port Orleans thing. It's a big old jester that stands there and trenches to the pool, all that kind of business. Um, yeah, he sent us that picture, and he's curious because it's freaking him out. It freaks me out. It. it, it when you see a smiling pear. It's funny, because
1: yeah. I, I kind of, you know, at, at first I'm thinking to myself, wow, is this like an, uh, a homage to the Kitchen Cabaret? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's what I thought at first. I was like, wait a minute, no, no. And when we realized that we'd seen it before, and it's on... um Oh my God! It's it's Canal Street,
0: isn't it? Yeah, there? the Canal Street by the Canal Street Ferry by yeah. the World Trade Center. That whole thing they have this, uh, the exact same statue mm-hmm. um, that is there, and it has like a different little fruit-looking thing underneath. It's his red. Foot. Yeah, it's He's red. you stepping on
1: something red.
0: Yeah, and now they're both designed, but it's a copy. The one at Port Orleans is a copy of what Blaine Kern had built for the one that you see in the ferry. You know, it's the Which same is a artist. More faded. Yeah, it's it's the same artist, same everything. Um, I, I don't know the entire story about why the pear or whatever fruit thing or ball with a smiley face. I don't think is that's under there i would be curious to find out, though. You know, Seesaw Steve has me curious, and I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna, I am to i want you know, you lived here
1: all your life. Have you ever heard of there being any kind of remote connection between Mardi Gras and fruit?
0: Yeah, I mean, other than you know, my friends throwing oranges at the Kong family during Bacchus, <laughs> you know, or people eating food, fruit as part of Fat Tuesday celebrations, along with the other tons of Popeyes and whatever else that you eat. Right. Uh, your Mardi Gras fair, you know, yeah. king cake, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You be fruitful before you fast, you know, when the Lenten season comes. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, that's the only stories I can draw for, but, I, you know, I never really, I don't know why, but. I think it was used to balance it. Yeah, it would make sense. Because,
1: I mean, the guy's got one foot in the air. You can't have a statue balanced on one leg. Yeah. Like in the in the pose that he was performing, you have to have something. And for whatever reason, they put a pear with a face on it or a yeah. Oh, the, I don't know, what what did you call the red fruit that they have down here? It it looks like a pear down here as well. It's just, it's red.
0: Yeah, something for like veggie tails or something. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, like a chili pepper? Yeah, like a chili pepper or not in a mango. I mean, mango's got some red, but it's not completely red. Uh, A Creole tomato, perhaps. There you go. Well, actually, a friend of mine, uh, I posted this on Facebook because I was curious to see if any other local New Orleans knew about it. Um, but he says the significance is that, and this is actually from Professor Carl Naval. <laughs> you, you know, if you're a local, then you've probably seen him on Channel 4 and everything else. But mm-hmm. Professor Carl Naval says that the significance is that this piece was once part of a larger float. And he's talking about the actual piece that's sitting there at the Canal Street Ferry, mm-hmm. uh, from which Disney copied it and brought it to Portlands Resort. Right. He says, once part of a larger float, the ball beneath the figure's foot is a design motif from the float. You know, which seems to me it's like, yeah, it's probably had a bunch of those different balls all over the float, whatever the theme might have been. So, you know, I asked him a question on Facebook to see if he remembered the float. Then that's kind of finding like a needle in a haystack. But I might actually try to see if I can get in touch with Mr. Kern himself and see what the actual story is. But I'm curious, you know, because, I, you know, I never really took. Yeah, it was kind of freaky. But when I've seen that statue down here in New Orleans, i would never really it never really bothered me as much until. Seesaw Steve sent me a zoom in on the the, the copycat over at uh, Port Orleans and saw that thing. And then I had to do, really look closely at ours and I was like, you know, that is rather odd and freaking me out a bit. I'm curious to know what the whole deal is. It's. You know,
1: cre- I don't really do you really think there's a significance behind the fruit?
0: It might be. I mean, the only if anything, the significance would be whatever the theme of the float was or the theme of the crew that year that would coincide with it. I mean, you know, may, uh, what if like
1: the, the, the character that was on the float was up there and they take him down, they put him as a statue and they realize, oh, shoot, we got to balance him. We got to put something under his right foot. I think yeah. it was the right foot or the left foot. It was his, the
0: jester's right foot,
1: the right foot. So, like, we need to balance and put something underneath his right foot. I know. Yeah. He's stepping on um a pear. Yeah. Or an apple or something. I don't think that it has anything to do with anything other than the original sculpture was off balance for the yeah. float. And when they put him as a statue, they needed to put something underneath. That one foot that was lifted off the ground <laughs> to I'll, balance uh, them. Captain Morgan, right? Yeah, because we would have heard something about there being some significance between the mardi gras pair.
0: Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's no mardi gras pair of sores <laughs> or fruit of any of that matter. But here's, here's, I mean, here's the thing with the floats when they're decorated. I mean, there's so much stuff on there in detail and everything when they decorate, especially with the super cruise and stuff, it's like, you know, it's easy to miss some of those little details. For all we know, you know, it might have been just, you know, a, a float with a jester on it, and they had all these different kind of balls or fruits and stuff. I mean, Zulu throws coconuts, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know? So it might have been just, you know, they might have had beads, doubloons, fruit, whatever, this, that, and the other. The Irish parade, ta- you know, hands out cabbages right. and stuff like that, so it could have been anything. But I, I am curious to know from the, the one that we have here in New Orleans, Which is obviously one that they copied over there at Port Orleans Resort to see if there's what the float it was actually on was about. You know, he probably remembers, he might remember what it exactly is, or somebody might in the city might know what it is. You're going to put in a phone call of Blaine Kern? I am. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, Seesaw Steve. I'm actually going to, you know, we didn't completely answer it, uh, your question, your inquiry on Twitter, but we uh, can tell you exactly where it's from. And of course, you know who made it. Ah, uh, Blaine Kern. That whole Kern family is a pretty big family as far as mardi gras floats and design, and, everything goes. And we
1: can give a pretty good educated guess as to why it's there. And we can yeah. tell you that there is no significance beyond uh, what you're seeing in terms of pears or fruit when it comes to mardi gras. Yeah. We, we can give you a pretty good educated guess, but
0: I yeah, mean, what's wrong with you know just her standing on the fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's gonna go that one extra step. I am. I'm curious. I'm for you, Steve. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because you know I'm curious and I want to make sure that we got all our bases covered because that's what we do here,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: But yeah, as as a regular New Orleanian, yeah, you gonna go to Mardi Gras world. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in some contact. Put pull in some uh, favors from people and see if they. Because I mean, being in the theater world around here is like people know Blaine Kern and and, and been in touch with them, artists and stuff whatnot. So I I'd like to know the significance. You're you know, it's there. I'm a little connected. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Just, I, mean, I don't know if I'm completely, but who knows? So uh, blank Kern, if you
1: value your kneecaps, oh, you, will good tell, Lord. <laughs> you will tell Kevin where that
0: pair came from. I want to know the story. <laughs> I want to know the details behind it. No, I'm not going to do that. That's on tape now. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, moving on. And the last thing we're going to talk about on this Big Q show, like I said, we're going to begin our segment with Lee and end with Lee. He sent us this just the other day on the 17th. And it revolves something uh, some little special that's happening for the fall. So take it away, Lee.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, you may hear some waves crashing in the beach as I send you this from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, last few days of vacation here, but I wanted to forward uh, something to you guys. It looks like the 2015 itineraries are going to be released on July 30th. So if you're looking to do your vacations for next year, uh, possibly spring break. and a lot of people are waiting for that. I know I have about two or three people that are waiting for those spring breaks uh, to be released. Uh, they should be coming out July 30th. So get your plans ready. Get in touch with your travel agent and get those 2015 vacations to Disney planned out. Uh, thanks, guys. Enjoying my vacation myself. Uh, hopefully get back, uh, as soon as I get back, be able to catch up on some of the podcasts that I've missed and hope you guys are having a good talk to you soon thanks
0: well anyway I have another one I just realized that wasn't the one I wanted to play but he actually sent us three while we are at so we'll end with Lee again does that sound good the Alpha the Omega and the and the Ultra Omega (laughs) Uber (laughs) Uber Omega alright here's Uber Omega Lee
2: hey guys got a little Disney travel news for you Uh, new fall discount was released today save up to 30% on rooms at select Walt Disney World Resort Hotels Uh, You can save up to 30% on rooms at select Walt Disney World Resort hotels for stays most nights October 4th through November 25th and November 29th through December 23rd when you book by October 3rd, 2014. So here's your examples, your actual discounts. Uh, Say 15% off at Valley Resort, 20% off at Moderate, and 30% off at Deluxe and Deluxeville Resort. Of course, certain restrictions apply. uh, Offer excludes certain things such as three bedroom villas, uh, art of animation, Little Mermaid standard rooms, the villas of Grand Floridian uh, Resort, Bay Lake Tower, and Disney, Bay Lake at Disney's Contemporary, and certain Disney Deluxe and Deluxe Villa resorts. And, like always, there is a limited amount of rooms available. So the best thing to do is contact your travel agent to look uh, at these rates and see if these would be a good value for you and your family. Uh, Thank you, guys, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Oh so, wow. Where yeah. do you think Lee was? When he I don't was know. Doing, that was not Waves. <laughs> no,
0: that was not Waves. The first one was maybe Waves. The that other wave. one might have been in the ship or in the terminal. Maybe he was he recorded it while he was waiting. Uh like a to bowling go through alley. customs or something like that. Could have been. I don't know. I'm curious to know where you recorded. I'll have to ask Lee, where were you recording that? Yeah, I'm I'm kinda curious as well. Anyway, I, couple a couple of things for you guys to check out. Fall discount. So you got you book your cruises or vacations by July thirtieth, which is coming up quickly. End of next week, um, and Lee will let us know where he was in that last recording, because now I'm curious. Yeah. That's two things to research, the ball that the jester is standing on and uh, where Lee was. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: 30% off of a deluxe, that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: it's not bad. Maybe you have to book your trip time for you to book your fall trip man, man. i can't go anywhere because we're having another kid on oh, october no. so but that means you're gonna have to carry the reins for as far as trip goes for a little bit
1: i tell you what because i mean i was gonna i was gonna see if, if there was anything going on in disneyland because i'm anxious to get over there for the uh because you and i talked about it now yeah now it seems like i'm being left in the lurch a little bit here but yeah. you and i talked about making it up there for the uh Halloween overlay of the uh, not so, uh, of the
0: uh, haunted mansion. Yeah, that's so a scary Halloween. Which you know, my kids started actually watching it, and she enjoys the movie now. Oh, really? Yeah, she so watched it up in Atlanta because my friend's kid that we stayed with loves that movie, so she watched it, and so my daughter started watching it, and my oldest really enjoys that movie. So you mean the
1: Nightmare Before Christmas, right?
0: Yeah, Nightmare Before. What did I say? Well, we
1: were talking about the Halloween overlay. Well, that's what it,
0: <laughs> that's what's based off, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you
1: know, we didn't make the
0: the, the leap. Oh sorry yeah well yeah. it yeah so it's related because of Jack Skellington yes they will say that okay yes. so that goes with that so yeah um you know if you wanted to book a vacation i mean uh, i don't know who would you call <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> a ghost bu- well, if you're you know going to the haunted mansion, you might do that, you know. But we don't want to get rid of those ghosts because they're you know, 999 happy haunts. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you could call Lee at Just a Dream Away Travel. How you like that? He's the he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. I mean, granted, all those agents I haven't met all those agents, but you know, I'm sure they're just as cool. Lee just happens to be the guy that we talk to. So if you want to book a vacation in the near future to maybe Danny wants to go to Disneyland, or if you guys want to take advantage of any of the discounts, whether it's at Alani or at Walt Disney World or whatever else, call him at Lee at Just a Dream Away Travel, you know, just email him with that. And uh, uh, you get some prices, you know, no obligation quotes that you can get. Yeah. And let me know if there's
1: anything going on in Disneyland, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know if there's anything happened to Disneyland, man, because you might have uh, your next customer lined up soon to go. All right, man. Now's that time where we get to eat. Yes. Now it's time and sprockets when we dance. Sprockets? <laughs> sprockets when we dance. And all that good jazz. So anyway, you, you want to try that one again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just leave it there. i just, okay. you know... Sprockets will make me laugh. Prockets. Sprockets. That's a new show. That's my spinoff of Sprockets. I have no monkey, but you can touch my donkey. <laughs> Sprockets. But anyway.
1: Mike Myers hasn't been up to much nowadays. I yeah. think he, might, he might catch you on that one.
0: Well, people our age would probably know that reference, so that's okay. You know. But anyway, uh, so this is the end of our show, so I'll go through my little spiels. And uh, just to say, hey, you like us on Facebook, like our page, facebook.com forward slash magic our way. Definitely follow us on Twitter. You know, you'll get a a personal response from me. And then thank you for following us on Twitter and uh, do my best to communicate with you guys. We've got a bunch of new Twitter followers on our Twitter world. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what you call it. Um, But anyway, we've got a bunch of new followers. I've conversed with a couple of people. You know, of course, uh, Seesaw Steve and, of course, at Fish on Woo. Those guys, you know, regulars uh, conversing with them at Magic Rway and other people that we have just talked to. Follow us on Twitter. It's a lot of fun. Um, also to, uh, leave us a message or send us the email, or you can send a message to our email account, magic our way at gmail.com again, magic our way at gmail.com or send, leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. Very easy to do. Doesn't have to be anything lengthy, lengthy. Just drop your point and go. That's it. Done simple very very simple you could be number two or maybe number three depending so yeah. we'll see what happens man um if you have any trip reports i mean if any listeners are down in the world and they have an opinion they want to share or get off their chest you can write it to us or you can leave it to us via audio whatever you want to do whatever you feel most comfortable and we'll talk about it and love to hear your opinions you know i give you we always promise to give the disney fan a voice regardless of what point you want to make uh, we'll, we honor all different points and stuff. So anyway, um, did I forget anything? Oh, Stitcher Radio. Yeah, definitely listen to us. If you can download us on iTunes or Stitcher or Blueberry or any of those platforms, and you can leave a review and a rating. You know, that just keeps us uh, relevant for all the Disney things. Hey, you know what? I just remembered they, somebody started like the Disney Podcast Awards. Oh, really? Yeah, the first annual Disney Podcast Awards. Were we nominated? No. This is a travesty. Yeah, I know. And we were, when we were older than some of the podcasts that would have been nominated. Isn't Are crazy? you kidding? I know. is that crazy?
1: Who do we need to get in touch with about this?
0: I have no idea. I don't know. Do we care? Well, yeah, we okay. want
1: we want to get the Magic Our Way Army to start, you know, bothering these
0: people. Yeah, go mow them down, MOW, yeah. baby. There you go. That's it. Go tell who's nominated. What is this? I don't have to look at. It. I figure it's. A, yeah, I'll, I'll show you after we're done recording here, so you can kind of see. Oh, this is gonna get me mad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's coming out. So if you're uh, if you're a fan of any other podcasts on there, and I forget who's on there. Uh, I know that resort loop Bob dudes on there and we kind of converse with him a little bit on Twitter and stuff. And hopefully one day we'll get him on our show and everything else and vice versa. Cause I think he got Skype before we did and now we have Skype. So now we're all about Skype. So we're going to do a bunch of Skype things. Can I say Skype anymore? <laughs> you, you I think you have used I it think up. I've had okay. I think we just zeroed in on why we're not nominated yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, but anyway uh yeah y'all all different ways to keep in touch with us you know uh, eventually we'll have our website we're still in kind of the works I don't know what to do with it exactly but um, uh, thank you for listening to our show we definitely do appreciate it you know tell your friends and everybody else a lot of people have already said they enjoy the show and we just like talking about Disney you know different little topics here and there that come up so, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys because we like to talk to other Disney addicts, freaks, ho- uh, freakaholics, Disney holics, whatever you want to call yourself, because uh, it's just fun. You know, it's one of our favorite places. Oh, and actually, you know, Universal, too, whatever else, um, whatever you want to talk about. You know, uh, we just happen to talk about Disney because I, you know, I grew up with that. So that's just my my shtick, my thing. But anyway, on that note, uh, my name is Kevin and I'm Danny and magic out. Hey, man, so you want to tell the listeners, this is a little tag at the end of the show after the credits, so hopefully you're listening through this, but you're probably wondering why your numbers are still rolling on your iPad, but there's a reason. Danny, what did you find out after we just finished the show? I found out that we were
1: nominated for one of the best Disney podcasts of 2014.
0: Yeah, it's it's some survey that came up on SurveyMonk. We did a, 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 a Google. You did a Google for what? Disney Podcast Awards?
1: Yes, because I
0: wanted to know how come we weren't nominated in terms that we were. Yeah, we pulled it up. and on You uh, were wrong. I know, I was completely wrong. I couldn't believe that um i mean now granted there's some shows on there that uh, there's some shows that i know of that aren't haven't been nominated which is kind of weird um because i think they're bigger than us but um yeah it's it's on survey monkey and i don't know who's doing it but it might be over for all i know but it's labeled the 2014 disney podcast awards so i guess if it's still valid i mean go ahead and uh, vote for us or something i don't i don't know if that's i don't know can you do that i guess we could campaign for a vote Sure. Yeah, man, vote for us. Why not? We're on the list, and we don't make too many lists, so go for it, you know?
1: Yeah. We, we promise to have earned your vote and, and, and to serve to the best of our abilities. And no
0: new taxes. No new taxes. We're going to kiss some babies. And, and it's been an honor to be nominated with all 80 other podcasters on this awards yes. list.
1: <laughs> Every... All 85 other podcasts were well, it's a, it's a fierce competition yes. yes, and they were all, we all deserve to be
0: nominated. Yeah. American Ninja Warrior style. That's how yeah. fierce it was. Or like American. Uh, what was that? What was that? That old thing back in the nineties? American, uh, gladiator. Yeah. That's what it is. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. So that's that kind of competition. Right. I, but, um, yeah. So, uh, there's that. Right. <laughs> Y'all have a magical day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>